Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, and in my 16 years, almost 17 years of private practice, I help people to deal with what we might call head trash. Head trash is negative programming, uh, self-limiting belief systems, negative self-talk that keep people from health, happiness, and success. So we got to move that head trash out. Then we got to talk to ourselves and say, hey, maybe more is possible for me. I call that talking some truth to yourself. At that point, when you've gotten rid of the head trash and you're starting to focus on what you want and start making it happen, then you've got some transformation going on. And that's what I'm all about. So if that's something you're interested in, something you want to have a short conversation about with me, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's podcast. But for now, let's get into today's show. What is the fight or flight response? Now, I'm going to assume that most of you know what the fight or flight response is, but I know in my work as a hypnotherapist, I come across many people that have either heard that term before but don't understand it, or they've never heard that term and don't know what it means. So let's talk about the fight or flight response. What is it? The fight or flight response is also known as the acute stress response. And it refers to the thing that happens in our body. So a physiological reaction that occurs when we're in the presence of something that is terrifying. Now, it may be something that is terrifying to us mentally or it may be something that is terrifying to us physically. So it's the response that we feel when we're confronted with existential danger. Now, the fight-or-flight response is triggered when your body releases hormones that prepare your body to run or fight, hence fight-or-flight. So the fight-or-flight response is your ancient, inherited protective mechanism. So the purpose of the fight or flight response is to protect you. Now, when you're confronted with something terrifying, you're going to experience acute stress. And that acute stress is going to make your body trigger what is known as your sympathetic nervous system. And when that gets triggered, it in turn is going to trigger the release of hormones such as adrenaline. So when you talk about an adrenaline surge, or I feel my my, adre- my adrenaline, then you understand what I'm talking about, that feeling of being like hyped up, okay, pumped up, all right? So that's the fight or flight response. It's a physiological reaction to danger. What are the signs of the fight or flight response? Well, your pupils will get really dilated to allow you to take in more light and see better. Your heartbeat will become more rapid pushing more blood through your veins and more blood to the big muscles. Your skin may get pale as the blood is 
pulled away from the skin and into the big muscles. Sometimes the skin will be flushed. You might be trembling. Many times the blood vessels that surround the digestive system narrow as blood is shunted again to the big muscle systems, the arms and the legs, to allow you to fight or run away. So digestion often shuts down as a consequence of being in that fight or flight response. Many people get disoriented. Some people get dizzy. So if you've never had a panic attack, a panic attack is pretty much that fight or flight response um, in a really, really big way. And if you've never experienced that, it's pretty scary. For many people, they think they're having a heart attack. Now, why would the fight or flight response happen to somebody kind of out of the blue? There's a number of different reasons why that could happen. Happened to me one time from drinking way too much coffee after not drinking a lot of coffee. I'm driving in my car. I haven't, hadn't drunk coffee for probably 30 days, and I was going to go give a speech, and I wanted to make sure I was sharp. It was early in the morning, so I drank a bunch of coffee, and I felt that fight-or-flight response come on. I knew what it was, so I wasn't too worried about it. But if somebody doesn't know what's happening, they may think they're having a heart attack. Low blood sugar, if your blood sugar gets too low, blood sugar or blood glucose is the main fuel that our body runs on. And our body responds very um, dramatically to when the blood sugar gets too low. And what can happen if your blood sugar gets too low is that fight or flight response can get triggered. So you might be driving down the road, um, haven't eaten in a long time, maybe you drank the night before or stayed up late, and boom, that low blood sugar triggers that fight or flight response. And many people will go to the ER thinking they've had a, they're having a heart attack. So it's pretty scary. So why are we talking about this? The reason we're talking about this is because many people come to me for anxiety. And anxiety is the fight or flight response. That's what we feel. For many people, um, they have so much anxiety that this fight or flight response is constantly triggering when it doesn't need to. So people wake up feeling anxious. They spend their whole day feeling anxious. They have anxious thoughts in their head. Um, of course, for many people, their digestion shuts down, anxiety, and, and the constant triggering of the fight or flight response leads to other uh, problems in the body. And then it's kind of a what you might call that vicious cycle, right? So the important thing to remember is we don't have to be confronted with a existential threat, like somebody trying to hurt us or a saber-toothed tiger or a lion or something like that. Many times we can feel that fight or flight response from having to go make a presentation or speech. For some people, this represents a great deal of fear. For other people, um, driving. For many people, I work a lot with driving anxiety. So for some people, the idea of driving is that existential threat which triggers the fight-or-flight response. And there's many, many other things which people can, um, can acquire. So I'm talking about fears and phobias that people can acquire that triggers that fight-or-flight response. So if you feel a panic attack or if you feel real nervous, that's your fight-or-flight response getting triggered. Now, there's a lot more that we can say about this and I've done some other podcasts on anxiety. So it's kind of all wrapped up in the same thing, okay? So there's a number of things you can do. If you notice that you're having that fight-or-flight response, if you're feeling panicky a lot or feeling fearful or worried, 
There's a number of different things you can do. And certainly one of the first things you can do is give me a call because hypnotherapy is very, very effective for bringing down this fight or flight response. But on your own, probably one of the most important things you could do is just make sure that you eat three meals a day with snacks, not skipping meals. So skipping meals can result in that low blood sugar. Sleep, good, solid sleep. Eight hours of sleep can be very helpful. If you don't get enough sleep, your mind is not fully rejuvenated the next day, and it's much easier to go into that fight or flight response. So sleep, um, exercise can help release tension, stress, um, and uh, 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 pressure in the body. So when tension, stress, pressure, fear build up in the body, we become overwhelmed, and overwhelmed can trigger that fight or flight response. So trying to stay out of being overwhelmed. And overwhelm comes from thinking about too many things at the same time or trying to do too many things at the same time. So if you feel that overwhelm is stressing you out, you're too overwhelmed by the many things you have to do, then create a plan of just doing six things a day or seven things, okay, rather than trying to accomplish 100 things. So really, the very first step to bringing down that fight or flight response is to practice good self-care, good eating, good sleeping, getting some exercise, deep breathing. When we're in that fight or flight response, our breath is very, very shallow. So if you can get out of that uh, shallow breathing and take some long, slow, deep breaths, that's going to trigger your parasympathetic nervous system. So the sympathetic nervous system is the nervous system that triggers all the stress hormones like adrenaline, parasympathetic nervous system brings the nervous system back into a calm type of balance. So parasympathetic nervous system is rest and relax or, or rest and digest, if you want to put it that way. So deep breathing, yoga, meditation, all these things can really, really be helpful for getting a handle on that fight or flight response. So there you go. The last thing I want to say is if you do feel panicky, if you do feel that fight-or-flight response, one day you're driving down the freeway, you're on an airplane, you feel that, uh, that panicky feeling, you're not going to die. You're not having a heart attack. Unless you <laughs> are having a heart attack, in which case you would probably know. But if you're a young person, you never had these kind of reactions, um, and, and, and you've already gone to the doctor and said, hey, what's going on here? And the doctor said, look, man, you're having a panic attack. Realize it's not going to kill you. You're not going to die. You're not going to pass out. You're not going to lose control. So for many people, that anticipatory anxiety, like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to have a panic attack, creates panic. So the best thing to do when you feel that panicky feeling is breathe, tell yourself, I'm going to be okay. Uh, this too will pass. And then um, close your eyes, focus on your breath, and tell yourself, I'm going to be okay. So positive self-talk. Like I said, there's a lot more I can say about that, but if you have any questions about your panic attacks or fight or flight response, you can get in touch with me by going to tedmoreno.com. Click on the contact menu, and I'll get back to you. Within 48 hours, we'll have a complimentary 30-minute phone consultation where I can answer any of your questions, and we can schedule a session if you're ready. If you want to find out a little bit more about me, you can uh, check out some of my other uh, things on my, on my um, website, tedmoreno.com, or you can listen to this podcast, certainly. My podcast page is tedinyourhead.com. I'm on all the social media outlets, platforms out there. You can 
check me out on social media and say hi if you get a chance. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Let me leave you with a quote, and this is a great quote by a guy named Jared Kintz, K-I-N-T-Z. And he said, fight or flight, if I had wings, there'd be no choice. But since I don't have wings, I may have to rely on my cape and a long running start. Love that quote. So thank you very much for listening today. Take good care of yourself and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.